You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie's show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. Like the Bible says, we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. We're going to be talking about part two of the noble character. If you caught the episode about part one, I know that it's going to bless your life. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this time, for this opportunity to come before your people, to release what it is that you have to say. I ask you to help everyone to have a receptive heart, that their ears are open to receive what it is that you're saying, that they leave better than they came in. Father, change them for your name's sake. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, thank you all so much for tuning into the show. I am super excited that you all decided to join me. I know, again, that this episode is going to bless everyone that is tuning in. Yes, I am gearing more, to- uh, more towards noble character, talking about the virtuous woman, but this is for men, women, everyone, because I believe there's something powerful that God is going to release that you can share with your daughters, you can share with your sisters, you can share with every woman that you know. And so to reiterate, the reason why I wanted to do this is as women or people of God in general, how we carry ourselves It is imperative. We have to understand that we are being watched. We are being watched to be an example, whether we understand it all or not. And it's not about being perfect, but it's about being teachable. It's about being submissive, not rejecting learning from others. It's about being the kind of woman that can add value to others. A woman that knows her worth, identity, and she knows her authority. Again, I believe that this is a critical time because there are so many young women that need our example today. They need us right now. And so, you know, of course, do I make mistakes? Yes, but I know how to get back up and to keep moving forward to be that queen that God has chosen for me to be. And so unfortunately, again, as I mentioned on the previous episode, these young ladies are being raised by social media, by TV, and a lot of times it's not the correct way that we should really uh, mentor someone. And so because a lot of times what we see on TV It's really exactly what society wants us to see. And a majority of that time, it's a created or altered depiction of a perfect girl that all men desire just by looking at her body. You know, what can your body do for me? But I believe that God is calling us a higher standard for us women. I believe that there's something amazing that he wants us us to, uh, to show the young ladies. He wants to exude his love from the inside out of us to show these young queens that they don't have to sell themselves short. They don't have to sell their bodies. And even women that are older that may be in this unprofitable cycle, God is saying you can change today because I want you to have all that I've created for you to have. And so we have to understand that we have to step up. It's going to take some sacrifice. It's going to take us being, you know, intentional, but we have to step up so that we can show the older ones what a virtuous woman looks like. And when I think about a virtuous woman, again, it's not about being perfect, but to me, it's one that is a woman that 
is going to be led by God. Because when we're led by God, we can be sensitive to what he's saying. We literally can allow him to use us the way that he sees fit so that ultimately he gets the glory. And, um, you know, also when we're talking about a virtuous woman, we're talking about a woman of noble character. Um, I believe that that woman is one that has a prayer life. She loves and she knows how to build others. She compliments her spouse. And I'm talking about the compliment that you spell C-O-M-P-L-E-M-E-N-T, compliment. She compliments her spouse or partner, and she knows that she does not have to compete with him. This is huge, you guys. I'm saying this stuff for a reason um, because, again, what we see on TV What we see on social media, what we've seen a lot of times on the Internet, it's always been it's been this power struggle with men and women. And that's not the way that God has created for us to operate. God is saying I've created man and woman to both have their place. And he's saying it is a beautiful thing when we can come together and we're not bickering, we're not fighting, we're not uh, having this ungodly wrestle match with with each other. And so um, the virtuous woman, she understands all of these things. And this leads me to resume really what we were talking about on the last episode. Um, and I want to start about start with the building portion of being a virtuous woman. Listen, you guys, if you missed the the uh, last episode in regards to this, I want you guys to definitely go back, take a listen, take a watch at it because it's going to change your life. Trust and believe God has something powerful to say. And you jump right back to this episode because he's going to bless your, your life even more with this. So again, we're going to chat about um, building as a virtuous woman and some of uh, some more things. But I think During this time, as we're really embracing our identity, we're really um, being confident enough to be who God has created us to be, you know, to walk within that standard that we have to be okay with building other ladies. Understand this, you guys. We all have a place and we are all different, but we all need each other. We all need each other. And it reminds me of the scripture in the Bible when it says God has placed each person where we're supposed to be, where we're supposed to fit. And as virtuous women, we have to keep that in mind and let go of any type of cattiness or ungodly competition, you guys, not only with a man or woman, but with other women. You know, there's uh, there's stigmas around uh, a lot of lots of women, you know, they don't have a a lot of female friends because of the cattiness and this or that. But I believe that those are just excuses and those are things that need to be healed on the inside so that God can say, hey, you're whole. So go ahead and help another woman, help somebody who is broken. But as we're building, we have to let go of any type of animosity, any type of jealousy or envy. And I believe that those things are unfortunately huge that we see that a lot of women deal with. And, you know, I'm not downing any shows or anything like that, but there are are too many shows on TV and it shows um, 
Oh, the woman being so popular based off how mean she is, you know, based off her fighting and doing this or doing that. But it is, it's, life is bigger that, than that, you guys. And um, God wants us to go to a different place. He wants us to shift as women and especially women in leadership. We have to understand this. We are our own competition. You have to remember that. Understand no one can beat you at being you. God told me that years ago, like 15 years ago. He said, no one can beat you at being you. So be exactly who I created you to be. And we have to know that no one can fit our specific shoes. And it's because God created that specific shoe or purpose for you to fit you guys. My timeline is not your specific timeline in life. And that is okay. My process is not your process. And we're still talking about building, but you have to understand that you cannot allow jealousy based off what you think another person, how successful they are. You may see, see me and say, oh, she has this and she has, uh, she has that. But you know, have no idea the sacrifice and the process that I had to go through. So this is why we cannot compare ourselves which each, um, with each other on that level. And we have to be okay with embracing our own authenticity and then helping another lady build where she's at, okay? Okay. Um, and so I, I understand that even though we have these differences, as we come out of things, as we grow through things, we then have a testimony that we can share with someone else. And that's where, you know, the, the building part comes in at. We're not going to be selfish with our testimonies or, or what we've come out of, but we can use those to help someone else. And so um, I, I believe that during this time, also as women, especially in leadership, we have to be okay with helping others build and not having any type of ill motive behind it. We can't have the mindset that, well, I'm going to help her do this because um, I want to get that. No, if we come forth with authentically with love, understand that if you move by love within anything, God is going to repay you with such blessings that it's going to be, um, be beyond your expectations. His, the word says that God will do exceedingly abundantly all above all that we could ask or think. And so during this time of building, during this time of really fellowshipping with our fellow sisters, we have to understand that this is a type of encouragement that is going to lift each sister up. It's going to build that bond as sisters are lifted up. You guys, I'm telling you, generational curses are going to be broken. Families are going to be restored. Things are going to happen. And in the family structure is going to be put back together the way that God has created it too. And so I, I want to just, you know, pose this question and, and just ask, you know, be transparent. I want to ask you this. When was the last time that you authentically checked in on your sister, you know, your friend, you know, a person, maybe a church that God had put on your heart? Did you make every excuse and say, hey, I'm too busy for this or, or that? Um, it, listen, just to check up on somebody, it, can, it takes literally 30 seconds, one minute, a text or so. Um, we have to understand that when we're checking up on somebody again, let our motive be pure and not to, uh, to see if there's, if she's spelling in some area or to, uh, celebrate if something's not going right in her life. We have to understand that when, if a person is, has that mindset and that mentality, 
literally those type of seeds, you can really begin to sow those in your own life. And that's not the type of fruit that you want to see. And so are you connected to other women that you want to really see succeed? The Bible says celebrate with those who celebrate. And so we have to continually have that mindset because trust and believe. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I sense it. I feel it. God is going to call a lot of women forth within ministry, a lot more women, um, building women up with boldness, with courage to go forth and to be what he's called us to be prophets and apostles and everything. And um, this is our time to break through. So if there's any um, enemies, you know, that are preventing you from building up other women, deal with it because God understands what's going on behind closed doors. Okay. So we have to do our part to help other ladies out. And again, we all have a part to play. And so understand we all have assignments. And so we're talking about building other women and some people may say, okay, well, I hear you, but what exactly does building look like? And so, um, however God leads you to build with another woman, that's how it looks like you can pray with another woman or a group of women, encourage them, fellowship with them, help them with their business ventures, you know, in ministry uh, ventures, support their business in ministries without an ill motive, you guys, but do it just because you want to help. I'm going to keep saying that because I've seen that within business. I've seen that. Um, unfortunately, even with some stuff that some business, businesses that I, I have, um, how some people will be silent when you come out with something, um, but the next person they will celebrate. And that right there is a, a heart, a heart check needs to happen when that happens. You guys, I'm telling you, because literally what's happening within your heart or behind closed doors is going to eventually ooze out of you and affect your life. And God is saying deal. And so as we have this right mindset to have a pure heart, we're going to be able to easily accomplish the things that God wants us to. I read uh, the last episode, the Proverbs 31 woman. I read about that. And again, if you guys missed that, go back and read that because this all is connected to this woman of noble character, virtuous woman. And so, and also understand like as we're moving forward and doing everything that God has called us to, and we're talking about building, we're talking about helping other women, no matter how high of a position we're in, we still have a reason as to why we're in that position that we're a great influence. And I want to just read this one verse. It's Esther 1, 9. It's about uh, Vashti. Even though we understand that the king got a different wife, he got Esther still, uh, Vashti was in place. And it says, also Vashti, the queen, made a feast for the women in the royal house, which belonged to the king Asarius. And so I read that specific thing because no matter how high you go again, you have a purpose, you have a plan, you have an assignment to fulfill you guys, just because God catapults you to another realm that does not mean I've made it, you know, I've made it and I'm going to leave everyone else behind, but we have to be sensitive to what God is saying. Okay. And so, um, again, celebrate with your sisters. Um, don't be silent and remember this life is not our own, but it definitely belongs to God. And so I want to kind of uh, shift to this. I want to talk about, uh, as virtuous women, 
we have to learn how to shift our attitudes. That's a huge one because your attitude will definitely determine what type of connections that you have or you don't have. And I want to just be transparent with even uh, just talking about myself. Um, many of you know my, my testimony, but because of going through the abuse and so much hurt, I remember this was years and years and years ago, but a, a powerful prophet, she was an apostle, a apostle prophet. She ministered to me and she was saying she was sharing some powerful things with me. Like she told me all this stuff at the beginning. And then before she ended, and she said, God wants to pretty much God wants to bless you so much. But she said, there's this one thing that you have to get over this one thing that you have to resolve. And so um, that major issue I'm going to share with you guys was it was my attitude attitude toward people. It was how I treated people. I'm going to I'm going to be transparent. I was a very, very angry person. And so I didn't really before I before I really got saved um, and a little bit after I got saved. Um, when I, before I allowed God to really go into those inner depths and heal what needed to be healed, my attitude was horrible. I, I actually, it was a part of me that had a hatred for people that God had to heal and deal with. And the reason was because I was abused and because, uh, you know, people had hurt me. And so I said, well, if people hurt me, then why should I be nice to anyone? Why should I be nice to anyone else moving forward? So I had this terrible attitude, um, terrible way of treating people, but I was still anointed. You guys, did you hear that? I was still anointed. However, there was only so far that God could allow me to go. This prophet, this known prophet came up to me and, and named some wonderful things, but she said, but there is this one thing. And you guys, guess what? I had to change my attitude. I had to change the way that I treated people. I did it. It was not overnight. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't overnight, but I was um, intentional about getting better. I was intentional about letting God heal me. And I, I'm telling you, when I changed the way that I treated people, my attitude toward people, my whole life changed. I'm not just saying that, you guys. Anyone that knows me personally, you you know um, what transpired. You know all the situations, and you see me now. Literally, there are so many blessings that are connected to how you treat people, you guys, okay? And so we have to understand that we can't be emotionally led all the time because of certain things that happened to us in our past. We have to let be led by wisdom, by Holy Spirit, so that we literally can enter into that promised land, um, enter into the manifestation of the things that God want us to have. This is a true story. And so um, I want us to take this to heart, you know, take this seriously and um, I want us to also, all within this same uh, conversation, I want us to also stop thinking as women, stop thinking that every woman um, is going to treat you wrong or, you know, uh, every woman is after what you have in, in, in this wrong mindset. I've heard this from multiple people, multiple conversations. Of course, I keep in confidence the conversations that people have with me, but I've noticed um, that a lot of women have that mindset, that perspective. And I, I want to say this, if you are constantly at this same place within all your relationships, with your friendships, male, female, whatever it is, and you think people are always after you, they're jealous of what you have, like every single person, you guys, you have to heal. 
you have to heal. You have to look in the mirror because there's something broken on the inside of you as to why your perspective is skewed, as to why you are operating and thinking that way. And um, and it's okay once you realize, wow, that, you know, you can say, wow, that was me, because you can change, you know? You can change once you acknowledge something is not right. So let God heal you and let God heal your mind. And um, speaking of letting God heal your mind, I, I want you guys to also go Go back to the teaching that I did. It called, it's called It Starts With a Thought. That right there is going to bring so much deliverance and healing uh, within your mindset. And this is all goes with being a virtuous woman, talking about a virtuous woman. And so um, also when we talk about, I want to transition to this, when we talk about um, being a virtuous woman, it's important to have a mentorship. It's important to have covenant sisters as well, you know, within your own process. Understand that when we have peers of the same mindset to help us stay a course, um, we can become accountable. We literally can stay focused so we're not distracted, so we're not, you know, lured off path and pretty much uh, cause delays within our own life. We have to understand that, um, yeah, people don't necessarily want to tell everyone everything that they go through, which is okay, but we cannot internalize everything. Virtuous women, women of noble character, um, we know how to go to a therapist when needed. Go to a covenant sister when you need one. Go to a mentor. Have a mentor when you need it because it's going to help you move forward and help you grow to the place where God wants you to go. And so, of course, the mentors will help you with your goals. I've had to go to mentors and I still go to therapists because I understand I have to maintain what God has given me. Okay, And God wants you to maintain what he's given you as well. And so um, also within that same breath, again, of finding a mentor for yourself or covenant sister for yourself, however God leads you to, again, if somebody is coming to you for mentorship, be open because you have to understand that you weren't always in a place where you didn't necessarily have to, you know, talk to two or three people. Um, but some people need your help. So don't push them down. Don't shut them down. Because you're going to, again, when I talked about what you sow, you're going to reap. You sow love, you're going to reap love. You sow truth, you're going to reap truth. It's, it really is the truth. You sow discord, unfortunately, that's what you will, you will see within your life. And so my ministry um, is called It's Bigger Than Me. And God gave it that name for a reason. And it was built to help other women who have dealt with sexual trauma or just women in period overall to encourage them with my story just to let them know Hey, if my sister is hurting, I'm not going to kick her while she's down. I'm, I'm going to, you know, a rubber back. I'm going to encourage her. I'm going to pray for her. I'm going to do whatever it is that God is leading me to do for her life. And this is, I'm talking about mentorship. And so it's bigger than me pretty much is a mentorship uh, program. And, and I understood, I had to come to the realization that we overcome to help other people. So again, it's bigger than us. And we can never praise another woman's downfall because again, it's sowing bad seeds in the future. And so um, I want to just briefly just go down a little bit and uh, talk about this. I felt this last time when we did the Noble Character Part 1. I feel that there are a lot of older women who feel like they have not walked in their purpose. They have not walked in their call. You feel like 
um, it's too late, you feel like you don't have what it takes, but I want to encourage you to say it's never too late. If there's still breath within your body, guess what? You can still fulfill the purpose that God has chosen you for. And so you could feel this way maybe because when you first got married, immediately you had kids and and you used to be a painter or used to be into fashion. You just let it all go. Don't beat yourself up now. If that desire is still in there, God can bring that thing out. He can reignite the fire on the inside of you and you can still move forward with everything that God has chosen for you to do. And so I really did feel that strongly when I first started doing studying for uh, being a virtuous, uh, the virtuous woman study. I felt it strongly. And I believe that God is going to give an extra release to the older uh, women who feel this way. And some of you have dealt with abuse. Um, you're, you, you're in a different generation and things may have been done wrong back then. And you may have had to be silent and not deal with certain things. But God is saying, I want you to heal now. I want you to deal with what it is right now because I have need of you. And guess what? We need you. We need your wisdom. We need your love. We need your example. So whatever it is that you went through, heal and allow God to push and bring you forth. Okay. Do not put any type of limits on God. He has you covered. And so, of course, um, you know, I just talked about someone may not uh, feeling like they could fulfill the plans that God had for them. I felt that way. You know, when before I went through my healing process after being abused, you you know, you're not thinking the way 100 percent correctly. And so I wasn't completely healed at that point. I didn't feel worthy to carry the call. But God had to, he delivered me with his love. And I, what helped me is, I kid you not, I literally began to look in the, the Bible. I had no books full of scriptures. If I was going through anxiety, I would put all scriptures dealing with anxiety. I would quote it. I would rehearse it. And it helped me. I had to repeat that stuff every day. I had to surround myself with the truth of God's word and renew my mind daily. Then things began to change for me. And I want to let you know that there's good news because God qualifies those that he called. Okay. So regardless of what type of abuse, regardless of whatever you've gone through, God will give you what you need to be successful within your purpose, within your call. And so I want to kind of begin to wrap this up and just encourage us all to lead with integrity, lead virtuously. Even if we have to do it alone, I've had to do several things alone. I've had to stand alone. A lot of the times I've had to not go out with certain groups at times to be by myself and begin to pray and worship God and, and really um, step outside of what others were doing, but it was all worth it. And understand when you take that time to be with God, like Jeremiah 33 and three says, it says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things, which you don't know. God will begin to tell you things that you don't know. He'll begin to tell you more things about yourself, you know, and about him. And so it's a love relationship. And that is what ultimately transformed you to be this virtuous woman. So let God restore you. Let him restore you. Again, there's coming this time where we're going to have to stand up and be the example. And the example that we're supposed to be is going to speak for us. The type of doors that are going to open up again, are going to depend on our character, depend on how we are carrying ourselves. If you need healing, let God heal you. This is your time, your hour, and your season to be and to do all that God has called you to do. Go forth with that business. Go forth with that clothing line. Write the book. 
you know, start the insurance company. Go to that place where God is calling you because he is calling you higher. It is going to take your participation, like I said before, but it is going to be worth every second that you're going to have to spend. OK, so rewrite the script. Anytime you hear something that is contrary to what a queen is supposed to be, what a virtuous woman is supposed to be, stand up for what is right. Speak and begin to build your covenant sisters um, rise up to be the queens that God has called you to be. I'm going to be doing some women groups uh, really soon. So you guys go ahead, check out the website, www ericadhomes.com. You can email as well at info at ericadhomes.com. Send your testimonies. I want to go ahead and read those as well on the next shows. And like I always say, you guys definitely keep supporting HSBN TV. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with airy.